0: And this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Today on the podcast, we're going to discuss the uh, re-signing of two uh, players to two-way contracts, as well as the latest on Taylor Hall and Charlie Coyle. i uh, also answer a mailbag question that I forgot to get to yesterday, And uh, I guess congratulate the Tampa Bay Lightning on winning the 2021 Stanley Cup. Before we get into all that, let me remind you that the podcast is available wherever you get podcasts. So on your app of choice, please smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at LO Boston Bruins. On Instagram, we're Locked on Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Now, yes, the Lightning may have won the Stanley Cup on Wednesday night by defeating the Montreal Canadiens in five games. But the big story on Wednesday was Boston Bruins general manager announcing. The signings are forwards Cameron Hughes and Yuna Koppenin each to one year, two-way contract extensions for the 2021-22 season. Uh, they will each have a National Hockey League cap hit of $750,000. And if either of them is going to make good on that, I would bet it would be Hughes. Uh, he's 24 He recorded 5 goals and 16 assists for 21 points in 25 games with the Providence Bruins Uh, this past season. He did appear in one game for Boston and that was the season finale on May 11th against the Washington Capitals where a bunch of Providence players uh, suited up and uh, held their own, we should add. Uh, Through four seasons with the Providence Bruins, Hughes has skated in 135 games, recording 24 goals, 44 assists, and 68 points. He is an Edmonton native and was drafted 165th overall in the sixth round of the 2015 NHL draft. Koppenan, he's 23. He was a uh, fifth-round selection in the 2015 draft he recorded three goals and three assists for six points in 21 games this season with Providence. In four seasons down in the AHL, he's recorded 16 goals and 12 assists for 28 points through 119 games. Now, with the likely departure of Sean Corrales via free agency, I would expect that Hughes could have a good chance of uh, fighting for a role on the fourth line for the Boston Bruins. Um, if you look at his Hockey's Future page, you read that he is a smooth skater with a hockey IQ necessary to continue being a center at the pro level. He is a left-hand shot, so he probably would be more likely to hang on the left side with Curtis Lazar playing on uh, down the middle, I should say. And he could definitely prove to be kind of a scoring spark plug down in the bottom six, and that's something that the Bruins have sorely been lacking. Now, I should add that uh, pro hockey rumors, they note that Hughes will likely become an unrestricted free agent next season. Unless he plays in 78 games with Boston, he will qualify as a Group 6 UFA next summer as a 25-year-old. So this is an important year for the former Wisconsin Badger. That could lead to a one-way deal next time he hits the open market. Uh, Kapanen, he's more of a depth piece at this point. I would expect that he would remain in the AHL this season. He does bring some size and upside, but again, he's more likely destined for a minor league role, and he'll be a restricted free agent again uh, next season. Now when it comes to the rest of Boston's uh, restricted free agents. That brings us to the question of another AHL guy, another tweener in uh, Zach Sinitzyn. He is a RFA, and uh, as a 24-year-old, you know he has really yet to leave his mark at the NHL level after being drafted in the first round. As we all know, it'll be interesting to see if he gets. I would expect he'll get another. Two-way contract at the very least, or he could be uh, packaged as part of a trade if a team is looking for perhaps a, a reclamation project. I still think there could be something there with Sinitian. Not exactly sure where he would fit into the NHL lineup at the moment, although you know there could be a fit on the right side, perhaps on the third line or or even the fourth line if um, something becomes available. But as of right now. Uh, it seems as though he will be yeah, destined for one of these similar deals and uh, signing for league minimum two-way contract and uh, see if there is anything there uh, before making a real determination on his future with the club. I don't think it's fair to make... Too many judgments based on limited time in the NHL. I really think he needs a a lengthy run here to prove whether or not he can hang, and maybe he'll get that off the top to begin uh, this coming season. We'll see what they do on the right side of the lineup. But at any rate, I would expect Cameron Hughes to fight for a spot in the NHL lineup in training camp, and uh, he would be an early call-up if he were to be sent back to the AHL to begin the season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs by heading over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. You can check out all the great news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information that they have over there. If you sign up for a free account today, you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Again, get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Yesterday on the podcast, I forgot to answer a mailbag question that was sent in by at nemesis underscore slime, also uh, or formerly known as C. Garrett Padilla on uh, Twitter. And they asked, question for the next Locked On, dark horse candidates for Seattle to claim from the Bruins. I know Lozon or Clifton are the obvious picks, but maybe Francis goes off the board. I talked about this a bit earlier this week. I really do think that Jacobs Zboral could be a dark horse pick to be select off the Bruins. Another 2015 draft pick. We've talked about them a lot today on the episode with Hughes and Coppettin. But uh, with Jay Leach being hired as an assistant and his experience working with some of these guys that have come through the Bruins system, particularly Zboral, who played uh, amazing I wouldn't say amazing, but he played his best hockey at the pro level under Leach uh, in Providence in 2019-20. So I could really see him being the guy that is plucked. And in terms of other dark horses, perhaps a, a guy like Carson Kuhlman might be looked at as uh, a guy with some offensive upside Perhaps uh, Nick Ritchie is selected, Andre Kasha maybe, if they want to really uh, take a chance on uh, a guy with serious offensive upside, but obviously with concussion issues. If you look at Vegas as a model, they really loaded up on defensemen and even you know flipped some for for picks um, and things like that after the expansion draft. So I really do think it will be Zborl or potentially Lozon. I'm not sure why a lot of people think it will be Connor Clifton. If I'm um, Ron Francis and company, I'm looking at Zborl or Lozon with that uh, pick from the Boston Bruins. Again, we won't know exactly who will be uh, protected until July 17th. That is a Saturday, and uh, I will do a a podcast uh, on that weekend to kind of recap who the Bruins have indeed protected uh, and made available for the expansion draft. I did want to mention that Taylor Hall uh, came up on TSN's Insider Trading on Wednesday. Darren Drager uh, had the following to say about the likelihood of Hall re-signing with the Boston Bruins and other teams that are interested in his services. Uh, Drager said, Don Sweeney has engaged in discussions about an extension for Taylor Hall with his agent Darren Ferris. This shouldn't come as breaking news. There was interest from the Boston standpoint prior to making the trade with the Buffalo Sabres. But there's outside interest as well, including from the Toronto Maple Leafs, which may surprise some. Toronto has interest, I'm sure, if they can't get Zach Hyman signed or depending on what happens with Freddie Anderson. There are a lot of teams with interest in Taylor Hall. But he'd like to extend his time in Boston. So the first and third points there are the most important for us, obviously. Don Sweeney has engaged in discussions about an extension for Hall with his agent. And while there's a lot of teams interested, Hall would like to extend his time in Boston. Drager certainly throwing out the Maple Leafs there just to, you know, I don't know, appease the uh, Canadian fan base watching on TSN. But... Uh, you know, the Maple Leafs had the opportunity to make a deal for Hall prior to the trade deadline. They opted instead to go after Nick Fellino. It wasn't just a matter of Hall choosing Boston and Boston only. Um, and Boston acquiring Hall gives them an advantage in re signing him because they have exclusive negotiating rights up until July 28th when he can become an unrestricted free agent. Hall, of course, had 8 goals, 14 points in 16 games with Boston after recording only 2 goals and 19 points in 37 games with the Sabres. He added 3 goals and 2 assists in 11 playoff games. Uh, He's slated to hit free agency for the second straight year after joining Buffalo on a one-year $8 million contract last October. Uh, Of course, it will be a lower cap hit if the Bruins are to sign him. But um, it looks as though progress is being made. And going back to the expansion draft, if the Bruins don't sign him until after the expansion draft, they don't have to protect him. So don't expect an announcement until uh, July 21st or 22nd at the latest. Another star player apparently is making himself available or wants to get out of his situation, and that's Vladimir Tarasenko, who has requested a trade from the St. Louis Blues, according to Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic. They're trying to find a new home for the winger, uh, but that could prove difficult this offseason. He submitted a list of 10 teams he'd waive his no-move clause for, but he does have a $7.5 cap hit. Uh, That could be tough for serious contenders to squeeze under the salary cap. Uh, The Rangers, Islanders uh, are a possibility. Rutherford wonders if uh, he would consider waiving his no-move clause to join Connor McDavid in Edmonton. He's been limited to just 42 games over the past two seasons after undergoing a total of three shoulder surgeries. And apparently, his trade request stems from the team's handling of the first two surgeries in 2018 and 2019. He's under contract for two more seasons, and honestly, I could see a scenario where if Hall were to uh, not re-sign with the Boston Bruins, perhaps they look at Tarasenko as an option uh, on the right side. Tarasenko could be a nice consolation prize, although it does come with some risk considering his um, injury history, although he is believed to be back at 100%. It's not unlike the situation in Buffalo where Eichel has the neck thing uh, and there are differences in opinion between himself and the Sabres as to how to handle it, and that has prompted uh, a likely separation of ways between those two parties. Uh, So those are a couple of the bigger uh, rumors, reports out there uh, with respect to our Boston Bruins. And now that the Stanley Cup has been awarded, the buyout window will open uh, shortly, I believe 24 hours following the win by the Lightning. Uh, Do the Bruins have any buyout candidates? I would say probably only John Moore would be in um, in that space. And if you look at cap friendly, look at the buyout calculator, we see what that would cost the Bruins. And uh, so if the Bruins were to buy out John Moore, it would cost them a cap hit of 833000 dollars this season, $1.3 million next season, and then $833 for the next two seasons after that. It would save them $1.9 this year, $1.4 next season but then they would be, again, on the hook for that 833000 for the two years beyond his contract. I'm kind of of the mind that they should either look to package that in a trade or, you know, we all saw how many defensemen the Bruins were required to use in the playoffs this year. If they can get anything out of him, um, I think they should, uh, you know, keep him around and see if he could play on the left side, especially if um, one of Zboril or Lozon is snagged up. You can never have too many defensemen. His contract is unfortunate, uh, but they're kind of stuck with it for the time being. Two more seasons, um, if they can get anything out of it, they might as well uh, hold on to him uh, instead of paying that buyout and being on the hook for two years after his deal expires. Before we get to some news and notes from around the NHL, let's talk about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why injure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the part on their computer? You have a computer. You have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money by visiting this family-owned business who have been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are always reliably low, and they have everything you could need from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website and find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. I should mention there is also an update on Charlie Coyle, who apparently feels so much better already after off-season knee surgery. This according uh, to agents Bob Norton and Glenn Giovannucci, who were quoted by Fluto Shinzawa of The Athletic. Uh, This morning. It's unknown when Coyle suffered the injury, but uh, it was an avulsion fracture in his left kneecap and a small tear of the patellar tendon. He's expected to be ready for training camp, and that possibly explains why he definitely was not at his best uh, this past season. He did not miss any games because of the injury, uh, but. He did experience regular pain and was limited in his usually powerful puck possession shifts, uh, certainly a detriment to the Bruins' uh, hopes this past season. Uh, He could be elevated to second-line center role if David Krejci does not return, so they definitely need a healthy uh, Charlie Coyle in the mix next season. Now, of course, congratulations are in order to the Tampa Bay Lightning they recorded a 1 0 victory over the Montreal Canadiens in Game 5 of the final, winning the series in five games. Ross Colton scored the game's only goal, while Andre Vasilevsky posted a 22 save shutout. He was awarded the Conn Smythe Trophy as playoff MVP. Lightning winger Pat Maroon became the fourth player in NHL history to win three straight Stanley Cups. I'm reluctant to mention that because the first one we all know occurred with the St. Louis Blues, but, you know, it's still noteworthy. Uh, Alex Killorn revealed he suffered a fractured fibula during Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final. He underwent surgery last week to have a rod inserted in his leg. He hoped to be ready for Game 6 or 7 if the series went that far, but, of course, the lightning deep enough to overcome uh, that loss One of the big stories after the game was lightning winger Nikita Kucherov ripping Montreal fans for the wild celebration of their club's victory in Game 4. He said, I didn't want to go back to Montreal, but they acted, the fans in Montreal, come on, they acted like they won the Stanley Cup last game. you kidding me? Their final was last series. Uh, He was shirtless, he was chugging beers during this availability, and he also called out Voters of the Vesna Trophy for choosing Marc-Andre Fleury over uh, Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, Montreal Canadiens goalie Kerry Price blamed himself for the loss. He said at the end of the day, I just don't think I played well enough at the start of the series. Uh, you know, it's obviously arguable that they wouldn't be in that position without Kerry Price. Uh, so I don't think uh, he deserves the blame here. Shea Weber, the good captain, said, He didn't think that was the case at all, and that they weren't good enough in front of Carey Price. So the Lightning, the first team to win consecutive cups since the Penguins in 2016-17 and the Red Wings in '97 and '98, Um, they were unquestionably the best team in the series. They've won two cups in like nine months now, and the reduced schedule, as well as you know Nikita Kucherov not playing the regular season, uh, it bodes well for a possible three-peat next season Uh, they will have to make some cuts to the roster because we all know they were over the cap here in uh, the playoffs but still they will have a very strong team Braden Point one of the best uh, young players in the NHL Kucherov obviously one of the best Victor Hedman an amazing defenseman Andre Vasilevsky probably the best uh, goalie in the league so, there's a lot to like about the Lightning, and it will be tough uh, to compete in the Atlantic Division next season. I don't really expect the Canadians to be that high uh, in the division, to be honest, but of course, there's the Lightning to deal with. The Panthers had a strong regular season, the Maple Leafs had a strong regular season, our Bruins, and then, uh, you know, Montreal, Detroit, Ottawa. Buffalo to contend with, Um, so it'll be a very interesting return to the uh, Atlantic Division next season. Before we um, log off, I want to remind you about the Locked On Today podcast. Today, they're talking about what the game plan is for the Phoenix Suns in Game 2 against the Milwaukee Bucks. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today. Uh, Follow them wherever you get podcasts. That's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you so much for tuning in once again, and we'll be back tomorrow uh, to wrap up the week. Happy Thursday, everybody. Hope you're taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Later.